Normally, I do these with a cup of coffee and a little podcasting, but tonight, (laughs) this is a little bit different. It calls for a glass of wine, a very big glass of wine to be exact, because the documentary for Becoming with my first lady, Michelle Obama, has dropped. Now I know, don't even start sending me messages that she's not the first lady because she will forever be my first lady. I don't acknowledge anyone else. So don't even tell me. Just like he will forever be my president. That's one thing I wish could still be. To be honest, those two people are people that make me wish we didn't have rules in place regarding how many terms someone could serve. But I digress. If you did not read her memoir, Becoming, which has been out for quite some time, I highly recommend you take a moment and read it. Of course, I did. And being the weird person that I am, I initially got it on audio, audiobook, but because I really wanted to hear her speak the book. But of course, because I love the book so much, I also ordered a hard cop- hardback copy of the book because I know that with most books of that sort, there are photos and little excerpts of things that you might not be able to get with the audiobook. And I wanted to have both. Not to mention it makes a great tabletop type of book. You know, that kind of conversation starter that's just sitting there. And I was anxious for this documentary. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't wait. And because my schedule has been so crazy and so busy, I actually ended up having to watch it in two parts. You know, I started watching it on my lunch shift today. Obviously, it's over an hour long. So as soon as I got off work, I finished it because I knew I wanted it to be my main topic for my Thursday podcast. Now, of course, I'm recording this on a Wednesday. I normally do try my best, if my schedule permits, to schedule on a Wednesday night for a Thursday drop. But... I was insisting that I was going to find time to get this this in before I did the podcast because I knew everyone's going to be talking about it that I follow and I don't want their opinions to impact my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have already formulated some ideas and then other people have all these things to say that start making you second guess what you feel. So, let's just jump right in here. Um, The book gives you very good detail and information on Michelle Obama and her time before and and during her presidential time in the White House with the president. The documentary is a little different. It's going to give you a lot of this information about that but it's done from a different aspect basically 
it gives you a lot of behind the scenes as she goes from one city to the other for book tours as she's doing presentations at bookstores and book signings and as she's meeting with people in different cities as well as some really great photos from her time in the White House, her time as a child, her time getting to know the president. Now, everyone knows the story about her meeting him and not necessarily being just like over the moon for him. But she does tell some stories in the documentary that kind of match up with the book as far as being his mentor, how she met him, all of that stuff, the car with the hole in the floor, <laughs> all of that stuff. But they give you some really inside information where she's going to still give you pieces from the book, except in the documentary, she will elaborate. She'll talk about how it felt at that time or what impacted her with certain things. She goes as far back as talking about being raised in her childhood home, which they go to visit and let you see all around everything from the furnace that her mother used to decorate for Christmas to the bedroom and living room and everything that she grew up in, which was a little interesting because I wasn't really sure if that house still belongs to the family or if it's just unoccupied. It looks like there are still some items in it, but most of it's empty. I don't know. They didn't really go into that, but I'm sure that house can't just be left vacant with those photos and things like that in it without having to be concerned with people invading that space, you know, but I don't know. But she even <laughs> makes you laugh with the insights into her big brother and how her mom, in her opinion, which I'm sure is not true, tends to favor her brother. And she feels like with all of her, her accomplishments and all of her education and heck, for the crying out loud, I'm the first lady and you're still worrying about where my brother is. What time is he getting to dinner? Um, is he here yet? And you have to laugh at the competition between her trying to get more of her mother's attention from her brother who is shown in the documentary as well and seems very, very proud of his little sister. But despite the love and affection and all of this, and I'm sure they're very, very proud of her, they also are just still family. You know, it's not a let me bow down to the queen type of thing. They are treating her as human. So I'm sure it's a great place to come back to when everything else becomes overwhelming. It, the documentary does touch on some things that make you reevaluate what we went through. Sure enough, yes, there were so many of us that were so excited and so overjoyed when we had our very first black president and black first lady. And she touches on the fact that she feels a lot of us were very, very naive because we were so excited. We thought this was just going to make such a big difference. It was going to change things across 
all divides. Like having these people in office was suddenly going to get rid of racism. And her thing is, that was very naive. And looking back on it, she's right. Just because we had these people in office did not suddenly erase racism. Case in point, she points out some of the things that she would say just being herself were always turned and changed in the media to make her seem like this very angry black woman. No matter what she said or how she did it, they dissected it and pulled it apart until it got to the point she was not just speaking freely. She was reading everything from a teleprompter because that's just how bad it got. And one thing she is very acutely aware of is how what her person of her persona and what she stands for impacted everything from the election to the time in the White House. And that's one thing she can definitely walk away from having to stress about as much right now. Um, but when you look at the impact they had on us, you know, there are times in the documentary when they're talking to different people and at one point, she's speaking to this group of older women in a church, older black women, and she's getting advice and guidance from them on what should be next for her. But before they can get to that, these women are just expressing what it meant to them, what it meant to their generation to be able to be alive, to see this type of history be made. You know, one woman expressed how her parents never lived to see that. So she's so very grateful that she did. And Michelle does point out that, you know, no matter what, she still knows that First Lady or not, I'm the descendant of slaves. And I admit there are several points in the documentary that will make you cry. There, there are points that have you laughing with all of the, the great things and the joyous moments from the election to the crazy antics that they all did, including trying to teach her how to use TikTok. But there are also those moments that make you reflect and make you remember and make you understand you know, she takes a moment in this documentary to acknowledge some of the young black men we have lost over time, shootings and violence. And like, like Trayvon Martin, she goes into some of these things and shows pictures of these young men. And it makes it even more difficult for them to feel like they were accomplishing what they wanted to accomplish at the time. She makes the point that there is a point in the time they were in office when the shooting happened at the black church when they were having Bible study, if you recall. And they went to the funeral. And they're speaking at this funeral that, well, the president's speaking at the funeral that day. And it's just a very long and somber and depressing day with everything that has happened and 
then there's this little piece of light because um, before it's like the president is standing there trying to figure out how to begin how to speak and instead he just starts to sing amazing grace and it's a very profound moment um it's a very emotional moment it even makes me emotional to talk about it now but they went from that moment to go back to the white house and she had forgotten that they had already put plans in place to turn the white house into rainbow colors because it was the same day that they everything went through for marriage equality and you know as the mother of a child who is definitely impacted by that kind of a change i love that change well they get back and you know she's forgotten about all this the 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 white house is covered in these colors that night all of these people are outside celebrating and she's watching it on tv and realizing that she doesn't want to watch this on tv she wants to be a part of it after all this is outside and she decides to get up recruit her daughter to come with her and try to figure out a way to get out of that white house to go see and just trying to not look at anyone not not catch anybody's attention and trying to get out that white house without any secret service stopping her gives you some insight into how much freedom they do not have in the white house because all she wanted to do was go out there and celebrate with them and grab on to that hope and that happiness after such a long draining day to show that yes we are making some impacts we are making some positive strides and all of that you know um she makes some valuable points and they even let you look at how she's making her decisions for the presenters in each city for her sit downs and presentations and all of that and she makes this point that some of us have a tendency to try to figure out if we're good enough if we're good enough to sit at certain tables and she mentions this in the book as well that she has been at some of the best tables in the world and witnessed people that she's not even sure they know how they got to those tables her point being that we're so busy being intimidated that we're not good enough that we don't want to take the risk we don't want to take the chance we want to believe everyone's better than us instead of just putting ourselves out there and sometimes finding out that some of those people we think are better than us are not smarter than we are they're not more driven they're not more they don't have as much heart so stop making those excuses about what those people have or why those people are better than us and get out there and do what you need to do and she points that out because she also sits down with several college-age students high school students elementary kids and women at book clubs and lets them all give her insight on their versions of becoming and what they're going through in this world right now with our political climate 
And she does not, as always, as she loves to say, you know, she'll go high when they go low. So she doesn't bash the president or whatever that man's name is now. She doesn't bash him. She just tries to encourage and enlighten those around her in the turmoil they're facing. That's it. Because still today, she's being classy, where some of us would probably be tempted, very, very tempted, to not be classy. Because I know, me saying whatever his name was, wasn't classy. But she gives you classy at all times. Despite what people may feel, class act. And she tries to wrap everything with giving you some insight on how once she's out of that office, it gives her some time to reevaluate who she is, who the her, what her marriage is, who her husband is, and find herself again, especially now that not only are they out, but they're also empty nesters. And it's really exciting to determine the next chapter of her life. And I find it very, very inspiring, especially since I have this bad habit of deciding I'm too old for this, or I'm too old for that change, or I'm too old to do this. And watching this woman make jokes about she's rounding up to 60 soon during this documentary. And yet and still, she's steadily trying to find the next thing. What she's going to do now. How she's going to do that. She makes the joke that she's not going to stop. She's going to still be speaking on stages and empowering and inspiring people as long as possible. Even if it means she's the 90-year-old lady in the wheelchair on the stage and everybody's trying to figure out why she's speaking get her off the stage and it's it's just inspiring and it gives all of us that extra push to stop making excuses and get out there and do what it is we need to do but anyway i was supposed to cover so many things for this podcast and instead i just decided i was talking about just this documentary. The documentary is available on Netflix. It's mm, roughly, I think, about an hour and a half. Like I said, I watched part of it on my lunch and the rest of it when I got off work, so it took a little while. But you get to see her family. Of course, the president does make his appearance. They show not only when he surprises her on stage on her book tour, but also a little insight of them together, as well as her very grown children speaking on their feelings for their mother and where she is now, and her family, her mom, her brother. Not only that, but they also give you some insight into her detail team and how long they've been around her protecting her to the point it's like a big another big brother watching her. Or her staff who have been there so many years. It's like family members to her. These are the same people bringing her a birthday cake and giving her a gift wrap selfie stick and trying to teach her how to use it. Because Lord help her, she thought it was a magnifying glass when they handed it to her. Bless her. <laughs> but it's 
so impactful to watch a black woman do her thing despite anyone telling her she's not that type of material. That's not what she's made of. She proves them wrong and then some. Anyway, check it out. Let me know what you think once you watch it. And of course, check me out on all of my social platforms whenever you have a chance. And I will talk to you all next week.